for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Black chat, black chat, black chat, black chat, black chat, black chat. Yeah, 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 we're here, we're here. All right, so first of all, no sound effects on that. I want to try the no sound effects thing. Let's try it. Just Let's for try just it. just for an episode. New, I feel we new got vibes. New, 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 new space. Vibes. We, we got a new, new space, space here. Uh, this is actually uh, part. We're in my living room right now. It's very. It feels very YouTubey in here. Yeah. Very the YouTube background. We got we, the filtered water. We have Berkey filtered water. Ultra filtered we don't play water. around in here, man. So anyway, welcome to Blab Chat episode uh, one fifteen. Josh. Or, Josh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Episode 115, um, I go by the name of Ill Mind, of course, and I'm here with my co-hosts. It's your girl, Perfection. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Alice the Plug, what's Alice good? Alice the Plug, Perfection's Plug. here. And we're here, man. Blab Chat episode 115. Uh, again, this is our uh, sort of new uh, environment, right? We're trying this out. Trying it out. You know. 2020, uh, new things. Pulling up at the crib. Shout to uh, Cast Sound Lab, of course. Yes, sir. Shout out to Always Preach. providing the audio backdrop podcast uh sure. you know um <laughs> services so if you would like services from them just hit up cast sound lab you know what i mean so anyway we're here at the crib um this is our first episode in a while um we did one episode in 2020 mm-hmm. i believe right yep so this is our first second week. episode of 2020 we're ready in february um first of all i want to shout out all our listeners all of our subscribers all of our new listeners as well if you're on youtube you know watching us um hit that like button leave a comment let us know what you think, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. So shout to all of our, our subscribers, our listeners, hit that repost button. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> and again, this is, uh, you know, we're producers, mm-hmm. right? We make music. Yeah, Atlas too, I, I count him as making music because mm-hmm. he literally does. Um, and that's what we like to talk about. Yes, and sir. I think we have a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Oh my God. First of all, so much. oh my God, so much has happened. So much. First, I just want to start everything off um, by just saying, Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace, Kobe Bryant, yeah. Mamba out. Um, I, I know it's tragedy. been it's such a tragedy. So, I know it's been so a couple sad. weeks now, but we're still feeling it. Oh, yeah. it, it still feels mm-hmm. very surreal, yeah. um, very uh, uh, sad. There's really no words mm-hmm. really to describe it's this shocking, shocking more than anything. Believe it. tragedy but, anymore. But um, let's just do like a you know a, a moment of silence. Uh, yeah, for eight seconds, twenty four yeah, seconds. Yeah, for for Kobe, for the whole family, and for every everyone um, who lost their lives that day. I'm at rest in peace, Mamba, yeah. and everybody who uh, 
tragically lost their lives that yeah, day. Yeah, that man. was sad. So One of my friends, he tweeted, he said that he go, he's like, he averages about like four damn Kobe's a day. I'm like, me too. Like six to eight times a day. I'm like, fuck, Kobe, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just. It's unbelievable, yeah. man. Um, but, you know, hopefully uh, we can all learn from from mm-hmm. this uh in terms of just carrying on his legacy mm-hmm. being inspired i've been seeing a lot of people talk about like the mamba mentality mm-hmm. and how it's you know a lot of like very very much a thing of like focus and hard work and persistence mm-hmm. everything he represented like just is is just so inspiring yeah. yeah you know and when you combine that with like nipsey's passing yeah obviously a double whammy for la and mm-hmm. for the world mm-hmm. but i think those two guys have such strong legacies yeah. and have done so much while they were alive. I, I think I think that we can all learn from yeah. what they're so what what do you what do you guys think though in terms of like you know things we can kind of walk away with from from both of those guys? Like what are what are some concepts I guess that you you guys are kind of like inspired by or uh, applying to your own life? We'll start with I you, think maybe. just you know the the concept of like working hard and Mm -hmm. like being the best you possible you know and like doing everything you can to be that person you know to be your best self working hard being dedicated being committed thinking bigger Mm -hmm. you know and i think like that's that's the way to win in life you know Mm -hmm. the way to be happy is to be your best self work hard dedicate yourself to everything that you do and 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 what you're passionate about you know whatever that is and you know i just look at myself and and my progress in my life and where i'm trying to go and i'm like in order for me to get there i do have to work hard i do have to become my best self i have to make changes you know really analyzing myself and i think those two guys really spoke to what what that is like the marathon you know Mm -hmm. the mentality and you know that's something that i'm really trying to like apply strive to apply consistently yeah you know facts what about you at i mean i you know i agree with uh perfection you know the work ethic definitely i mean you know kobe was getting up 4 30 every day (laughs) in the gym two hours to pray to then take the helicopter back to bring his kids to school then go back to the gym and then come back and pick them up from school. I mean, that and also on top of that, not only worth ethic, but ownership. Like yeah. when I think of Nipsey, I'm thinking of ownership. I think of yeah. being your own boss, like, you know, like owning your own, you know, I don't know if he owned his own masters or not, but just mm-hmm. that kind of menta- mentality of like, you know, being like working for someone cool. Maybe you guys can partner up, but like not having anyone own all of you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think that was something that i took and you know what else i took from this too i mean i could remember as soon as i heard it literally the first thing i want to do is call my mom mm. and, yeah and just tell her i love her and you yeah. know and it's funny because as i'm thinking about calling her boom my phone rings and yeah. she's already calling me you know so yeah, crazy. situations like that definitely make you you know realize what's important yeah, yeah. you know because it's hard I don't want to say it's hard to realize what's important. I think we forget sometimes because mm-hmm. we're so focused on, you know, everything that's going on around us. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. there's so much going on throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, that sometimes it takes just those moments for you to sit back and be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get caught up very easily mm-hmm. in what we're doing because because yeah. we're all on the grind. Yep. We're all, you know, working towards something. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very important to also reflect yeah. And think about, okay, like, look at how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Look at how right. much I have accomplished. Yeah. Facts. You know, and, and the whole thing is true. 
you know, mm-hmm. I have a feeling we're going to talk about Russ a lot this episode because yeah. he's been all over the place. Shout out mm-hmm. to my boy Russ. Yes. Shout out Russ. But so. he's been on on like a interview fucking spree, spree yeah. right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, dropping gems left and right. And I think a lot of us can learn from Russ, whether you're an artist or producer, whatever you're mm-hmm. pursuing, because one thing that he talks about a lot that I really resonate with is the idea of like feeling uh, this idea of acceptance and feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, well, after I win a Grammy, I'm going to want two Grammys. Yeah. And then after two, I'm going to want 15. And after, you know, mm-hmm. after having 15, I won't be satisfied until I have mm-hmm. 16. But I think it's very important to reflect and look back and say, wow, like Progress. I have 15 Grammys or mm-hmm. I'm Grammy nominated yeah. or mm-hmm. I finally have a song that like a rapper purchased from me yeah. and I made money off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think you want it. It's so important to do that because like you can just keep going on this pathway and then you'll be like 50 mm-hmm. and then look back like, damn, like, right. did, I, did, I, did I appreciate like yeah. life? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. once you're up there, 50 to me is still like still pretty young, young. like yeah like i feel like hove is still just getting started yeah. oh yeah like his yeah. next chapter yeah mm-hmm. but we'll so we'll say like 85 90 like when you're 85 mm-hmm. 90 like you're pretty much washed yeah, yeah right yeah no like disrespect yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that up. age you're moving but yeah you know, you know. You, that's time <laughs> Shit to slow yeah. down yeah. Yeah. yeah literally and figuratively yeah. <laughs> but when you're 85 90 hopefully you look back and you and you, you ask yourself these questions like man like did I do enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, did I enjoy myself? What type of legacy am I leaving behind? Yeah. You know, all these questions. And I don't think any age is too young to do that, to mm-hmm. start doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I do feel like once you start to reflect on your progress, it mm-hmm. allows for you to uh, make better decisions moving forward because you're mm-hmm. not really acting in desperation anymore. You're acting sort of like in the moment. Yeah. You know, I what do you guys this. think of that? I- I think I think you're absolutely right because what happens is, you know, when you're working so much, time just like goes by so fast. Yeah. Like, and then before you know it, it's like, okay, you're progressing, you're progressing, you're progressing, and then you like forget about the little accomplish accomplishments that you've kind of made along the way, where like other people are still like, yo, at congrats on right. that, yo, at yeah, yo, I see yeah. you did that, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, like I yeah. totally forgot about that because I'm so busy thinking about this next thing I'm working right. on, you know. Um, and, I, and you know, I I forget where I heard it. I think maybe, I don't know if, if maybe you said it, but, mm. you know, uh, you should write some of your accomplishments down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where like once in a while you're looking through and you could see, I'm like, yeah, that's right, I did that. Or like put them up on a board, like, yes. like put the accomplishments that you've already done and then make a line. And then on the other side, on the blank side, accomplishments you want to, right. you know, short term yes. and long term goals for you to, for you to reach yeah. in the future. And then you start moving those to the left side and then. You just keep knocking them down, but you're doing it one at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. And and the crazy thing is, sometimes you can you can do something and not even realize you did it. I don't know if that makes exactly. sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, because you're yeah. so work, 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 and you're really doing it, but you don't see it. You know, you don't see, you don't appreciate it. You don't appreciate it too. And the most successful people I know, you know, like Ill and yeah. others, you know, like Cruz and all these guys, and it's like they. Even the biggest actors in the world, they still feel like, yo, do people fuck with me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, Even- I think, I think I'm, I, but like, I don't know. I feel like I gotta really work because I'm not really sure if the world likes yeah. me like yeah. that. Yeah. And this could be someone as big as I'm not. You know, I'm not saying Jamie Foxx says that, but someone as big as that, like, You're they're always, right. they're always that little kid from high school that was insecure 
that was trying to be somebody. Listen, yeah. everybody And then they become that, that person yeah, and you think, still feel that way. I think everybody when you feels have, that Everybody yeah, feels that way. I think that's just person. a human thing. And right. I think also when you, when, you're, when you have really big goals and you've already done big yeah. things and you have so many people that are constantly looking at you and your yeah. progress, yes. right? Like people judging you and your progress. Yeah. You start to question yourself or, mm -hmm. you know, you start to try to analyze where you've been, where you are and where you're trying to be. Right, like man. even with me too, you know, yeah. There's times where I'm like, man, I can do so much more. Right. And I get frustrated at that. Mm -hmm. And that's true. And I know where I'm trying to go. So that takes work yeah. and, and that mentality. But right. then sometimes when I am reminded of things that I've done, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I'm the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I did I that four dope. years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. damn. You know, it's crazy that we're talking about this. I actually realized this. And I was thinking about the same thing when I was mm. in the Philippines. Mm. So I was in the Philippines. We talked about this the last episode, mm -hmm. I think. But I was in the Philippines uh, earlier in January for a week. And there was like a lot of signs that I received in the Philippines. I think we talked about it on the last episode. But one of the things I realized, I forget who I was talking to about this, but one of the things I realized about myself was that I don't do that often enough where mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't appreciate what I have done. Because mm -hmm. like, in all reality, like when I do look at my my own accomplishments, mm -hmm. like it's a lot of really amazing stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think part of me also that I realize is that I feel like if I if I uh, if I put those things on a pedestal, it sort of makes me look like kind of like a cocky like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, why are you? Why are you, uh, you know, announcing boasting. your boasting mm -hmm. your thing? And then I thought about it, and I'm like, no, fuck you. That's what mm -hmm. you like. Done. Like nobody, nobody out there should make me feel smaller than I am, or you make know? you like, feel like bad like about a, your accomplishments. Bad about like, my accomplishments. Yeah, like you didn't do it. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. yeah. Like, this is like my people reality. Out there, people out there want to dim my light, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna just shine bright on them, mm -hmm. on, on them. You know what I mean? That's the best. Yeah. So like, I'm but. starting to actually like in 2020, like that's. I guess that's kind of one of my resolutions, nice. but I'm starting to really like accept these things mm -hmm. and like be proud of them yeah. and not in a way where I'm shoving it in people's faces, but mm -hmm. in a way where it's like, I'm proud of these things. Uh, I'm, I'm mindful of my accomplishments, mm -hmm. but I'm also very much wanting to accomplish more because mm -hmm. like, it's always good to strive for more. Mm -hmm. But you said something really cool uh, a couple of minutes ago, Ad, about mm -hmm. like when you accomplish something, write it down. Or like yeah. remind yourself about it. Mm -hmm. I think that's super crucial. Yeah. I remember the first time I uh, I like what appeared in like a magazine. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, it was like, hype, hype. no, it was an interview with Mass Appeal. Okay, oh. it was like two thousand four. Wow, and they interviewed me, and I was super proud of it. Mass Appeal like came to the crib and they took photos and stuff. Actually, it was two thousand five or six. And they took photos. They were talking about like when I was like starting to work with G Unit and all that shit. And uh, and I was literally in the magazine. And I remember I cut the, the I bought the magazine like ten copies. I cut the page out and I had my boy frame it. And I still have it. Remember I, yeah, I hung I up an RMG yeah, and he made like a plaque. Yeah. And and like yo, when I did that, like that shit felt so good yeah. because it reminded me that like I'm the shit. Like yeah. yo, like I'm capable of this. Yes. And I think that's important, man. Like, I think you want to go out of your way to do things to remind yourself of what you've done and yeah. be proud of those things. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 
but then also like understand like yeah, of course like you can do both you can have that hunger to want to do more mm-hmm. but you can also sit back and be like yo i'm also the shit though like right. i did this mm-hmm. i did this like yo you know what i mean i feel like you need that you do yeah. like you need to like yeah be humble and you know have humble pie and all that stuff but like I feel like you really got to deep down inside be like, yo, I'm a fucking monster. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm the fucking yeah. shit. Like, you ever see that clip with Diddy and he's on the phone and he closes yeah. the deal and he slams it? He's like, I'm a fucking beast. Yeah. He's like, I can do next? anything. I can do whatever. He's like, what's next, bro? That's how I be feeling sometimes. Like, I'm really, I wake up and I'm like, yo, I'm fucking going to kill today. Yeah. Like, what do we have to get done today? Who do we have to call? What do we have to line up? I feel you know like that I mean? when I'm like in certain rooms. Yeah. Like I'll yeah. be in certain rooms. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Me facts. too. Me too. It's, you know, I'm, I yeah. re- whenever I'm around Ryan Leslie, that I'm like, I get, oh, I get that way too. You know what I mean? His like, energy yeah. is infectious. Yeah, Ryan is like, great. He yeah. had, he recently had, um, he did like this wealth plan mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. where he was talking about like, he has like kind of like his investment portfolio that he gives you if you subscribe to it, where you can see like the breakdowns of everything that he's doing with Smart. like investments. Just so, cause he's basically saying like, you know, financial literacy is something that is not really taught Fast. in schools Absolutely. And, and shit like that. So, you know, he had a conversation with someone else about like how to invest in a, seven different types of income that you could have. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting. And the way I found out was because this singer songwriter that I'm working with, I guess they told her about it. She's mm. like, you should come. I'm like, oh, Ryan's a homie. Like, yeah. Duh. Oh, so he's like, are you, you know, she RSVP for us. And then he texts me. He's like, yo, are you coming? I'm like, every time he texts me, like, yeah. even if it's like something random, I'm yeah. like super grateful. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and I'm like, sure. wow, Ryan's really texting yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like we went and I saw his assistant Lee, which I'm cool with because mm-hmm. like yeah. they still book at Engine Room and mm-hmm. I help them with that. And then he's like, let me take you to the green room. And Ryan's like just so welcoming. He's yeah. like, yo. He's the best. He's the best. Really good guy. He's yeah. the best. And and that leaves like a long-term impact mm-hmm. on people he meets. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know? And just even like the information that he gives you, you know that it's one, valuable, and two, like he's just giving it to you because yeah. he knows that that's what's needed. In, like, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. authentic. Mm-hmm. You know it's what I mean? Like because he's, he's very not, authentic. He's not here fucking around talking about shit he doesn't know. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say, yeah, like <laughs> we can do a whole fucking episode oh God, once again so about <laughs> fucking YouTube, oh fucking even though this shit looks like YouTube, like motherfucker. <laughs> listen, listen, we're not even gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> I do want to read this one thing that I read. Please, this you? um, this quote from um that Kobe said. I just wanted Drop to read it, it when Go we were it, on please. him. It was really um. It was really interesting for me because I was like, damn, it just showed me like the work ethic and it made me realize what what I'm doing with my 24 hours. Um, So he says, starting early helped me balance basketball and life. When my kids woke up in the morning, I was there and they wouldn't even know I had just finished at the gym. At night, I'd be able to put them to bed, then go to work out again during my own time, not theirs. I wasn't willing to sacrifice my game, but I also wasn't willing to sacrifice my family time. Mm. So I decided to sacrifice sleep, and that was that. There you go. I was like, damn. Wake up fucking four or five in the morning, hit the gym, do your shit, come back home. Your kids don't even. That's real. 
That's real. I'm so glad you brought that up because so I actually did like a uh, every so often I'll do these like uh, private video chat group chats mm -hmm. with my Illmind Platinum Club members, mm -hmm. which, by the way, if you want to become a member of Illmind Platinum Club, just go to illmindproducer.com. It's my private monthly uh, club. It's amazing. Producers, artists, all that stuff. So I did a group chat video chat earlier today and it was a little Q&A. And one of the one of the topics of conversation was um you know, time mm -hmm. and like finding time to do things and mm -hmm. making time to do shit. Mm -hmm. And the thing I realized, and we probably have talked about this before, but the thing I realized about success and successful people is there's there's like something that you sacrifice. Not everyone sacrifices the same thing, mm -hmm. but you do have to sacrifice something, mm -hmm. right? And I'm thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. And I actually thought about this this morning. It kind of made me a little sad, but it was like real shit. The thing that I sacrificed was creating real deep relationships with people, mm. which is some deep shit. What do you mm. mean? Like, I never really, like, okay, so I started going super hard in 2004, 2003. It was mm -hmm. like, fuck school, fuck work. I'm going to live in the basement. I'm broke as shit. Mm -hmm. Literally 24 hours of my day. 20 hours of my day is dedicated to just making music, make music, make music. And literally I've been doing that all the way up until now. Mm -hmm. Right. And so in the process, especially early on, like I had, I had a place to sleep. Right. I had food on the table. Like, I, like I was just like, I mean, but on, on paper, like I'm pretty much a loser. Like, I'm not in school. I have no job. My parents are telling me to go do something with my life. And meanwhile, I'm in the basement banging on a keyboard. All my friends have jobs. They all have going to school, you know, personal lives. They're all in relationships. Mm -hmm. I was never really in a relationship. So literally, I like music was my thing 100% tunnel vision. And so because of that, I sacrificed everything else, mm -hmm. which was having like real like friends like right. real relationships mm -hmm. with real people mm -hmm. um interacting with people outside of music was like non-existent mm -hmm. you know like every person i interacted with ever was just a music thing whether mm -hmm. they wanted something from me mm -hmm. or i wanted something from them it was never like a we're we're spending time together just to spend time together mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like I'm I'm just now like developing developing that because mm -hmm. like yeah. I don't really have like obviously you guys are my friends but yeah. but like except for preach and Josh <laughs> <laughs> but, like I don't have many relationships with people outside of my mom and my brother mm -hmm. who just want to spend time with me who don't do music mm -hmm. and just want to mm -hmm. go grab a cup of coffee right. and just to have anything. a coffee and right. just to have a conversation oh. i've never experienced that i i did like in high school right i can see like, that like like yeah that. like i can like totally every, see that in all the years that i've known you i can do never, i hang out with friends no like, like hey I, like, Il, what like, are you doing I can honestly oh, I'm, say, I'm at a coffee shop with a friend in all in all the years i've known ill he's either in the studio if he's on a studio, he's you're with, you know, wifey. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's it. Or he's I can't home even. In the studio. You're seeing, you know, you're visiting your mom, yeah. or your brother, but like never were you like, yeah, I got a couple, you know, a couple homies at, you know, coming over, yeah. or like, you know, I'm going to my homie's crib and we're gonna watch the football game, or like, yeah. 
you know, yeah. or upstate, upstate. Yeah. That's another one. You go yeah. uh, to uh, wherever you go upstate. Yeah, upstate. Yeah. yeah. You know. So wow, that's interesting. I can see that. Yeah. I can. I can definitely. So see I'm that now now as a full-grown adult. Right. <laughs> as a full-grown <laughs> <laughs> full adult. Um, you know, I'm I'm just starting to now like that's good. Experience that phase. Yeah. That's good. You know, it's interesting for me. I feel like a lot of my life is just music yeah, and has yeah. been for a really long time. So for me now, I'm trying to find time to spend time with people that aren't in music, like right. to do regular, regular go to the coffee shop, right. to take a walk in the park, or some or food in the Someone hood. who isn't your significant other. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right, or, right. or just even like, like, you know, I spend a lot of time with my cousin, like she lives uptown, mm -hmm. you know, like she loves music, but yeah. she's not in music, yeah. you know, it's it's a regular life. Yeah, there's no politics Compared in. to like <laughs> the shit we do. Yeah, so, interesting. Nowadays, because this industry can be so shitty and fake sometimes, you know, um, as great as it also is, I try to get away from it and just do normal things. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well. let's just sit in your living room and just watch TV Netflix and have some wine yeah. and just like bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. Because like think about that. Crazy. Think about crazy. leisure time with friends. Right. Non music related. Non music related. Right. I can almost guarantee you that a lot of successful people in the music industry try to balance both. But have issues with it because oh, yeah. you can't be successful in music and dedicate forty hours a week on leisure time. No, with no other way. people, you don't have the time. If, if you if Even you do forty leisure, hours, that's a, that's a lot. lot. That's a lot of leisure. That's a full time that's a job. Full -time yeah. out job. With the no. All right, maybe maybe fifteen, 15 hours. Yeah. yeah, ten to fifteen. But even yeah. then, like so, yeah, six so to like, ten. Eight. Like, <laughs> six to ten. Eight. Eight. Eight is pushing it. But when you think about it, it's like when you when all of us like you guys watching and listening too, like think about. Everyone, I want everyone to sort of think about their own schedules mm -hmm. and, and, and think about like what you did last week or last right. month yeah. and calculate exactly what you're spending your time That's on. That's a fact. Because it's like you have to give something up. I'm going to yeah. do that at the like, end of- People with leisure time who are successful in music, you know what they gave up? Sleep. Right. Yeah. Or they gave up a relationship or they right. gave yeah. up something. Right. There's something that you have to get. And give I up. think a lot for a lot of people it's sleep. For a lot of people it and is. And like I don't mind that. Yeah, some people I, are built for it. Yeah, I mean it depends how much it depends <laughs> how much sleep. It depends yeah. how much sleep you're giving up and also depends on what those bags is looking like. True. Yeah. And what you're working on. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You know what's interesting? I think for me, now that we're talking about this, oh, you really got my, my wheels turning in yeah. my head. I love turning it your was, wheels, it, bro. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. It's pretty hot. Pause. Um, <laughs> yo, but listen. So I think. By the way, real quick, from now on, pause is is a is a, a sexual reference. Okay? <laughs> Jesus, it's just it's purely uh, sexual. Reference. <laughs> All right, I continue now. Go. Okay. <laughs> but no, but for me, what's interesting, I feel like I was the total kind of opposite. Like for me, in the beginning, I was all about like hanging out with the friends yeah. and hanging out and like. Doing all that, I had no music relationships in the beginning. I mean, I you had I knew nobody in the music industry when I first started. You're a human. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. I was just like a normal person, right? And then like, and then it went from like, you know, starting my R&B group, and then we were. Then I started like cutting off some friends who was like 
make fun of me for going to rehearsal. Yeah. Like, oh, go ahead. You're going to go sing in your little menudo. Or like, <laughs> or like, or like little menudo. menudo or whatever, right? Go do your little kitsinera, uh, huh? <laughs> you want to do your little kitsinera? <laughs> your little karaoke. You sing your, your, your wedding little, singer uh, now? Little, what, are, what are you doing? Karaoke. Your little you kids on the block <laughs> or whatever, right? Little kitsinera. Right? Right. sync vibes, right? Get a little choreography. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then that's a little so tango. So then I was like, you know Macarena. what? <laughs> Fuck you. Like I cut them off. Yeah, yeah. So that was like one group that I kind of cut off. And then I've, I've kind of found that the more serious and the more connections I was kind of getting in the music industry, the more friends I was cutting off. I know that sounds really weird, but yeah. just because they, they wanted to do, you know, I don't want to hang out in the park and drink 40s and smoke blunts all day. Yeah. Play handball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And play handball. Dude, yeah. Would I love to do that? Yes. Like, yeah. I love playing handball. Such I love, a luxury. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm not going to do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, smoke plots and play handball. You know, hang out on the corner by the bodega. The like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, come on, I'm just not doing funny. that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to play PlayStation all day. Yeah. I don't want to play Madden all day. And no offense to people that do that. Yeah. Like, whatever. I, I, I used to do that. Yeah. I used yeah. to go to my I homie's crib, and we, I literally, from like 12 noon till 8 o'clock at night, we would just play video games. Yeah, I feel you that because I have yeah. like one of my really good friends. She's she's still a good friend, but there was a point where I wasn't that busy in the music. Like right. I was doing fashion and music, but kind of like trying to go full time with everything music. Yeah. Um, and like we were super cool. She has kids, you know, yeah. so like you already have that factor mm -hmm. where I don't, you right. know. And then like I just started getting easier i started being more in the industry you know moving around and mm -hmm. then i remember she made like a comment that like one day she's like oh what are you um what are you gonna do this time hang around beyonce and jay-z right and i was like uh, yeah. exactly that's the hate yeah that's jealousy i was yeah. like that's the jealousy okay yeah. and i was like yeah i was like first like as a friend, like I get it. Like yeah. maybe it's kind of weird that I'm like doing all this kind of cool stuff that yeah. you don't have access to. Right. But it's not like me throwing digs at you. It's like me saying. telling you as a friend what's going yeah. on in my life, what I'm doing. Right. Like, you know, but I guess like sometimes those changes are not easy for people that right. can't be a part of it. But then also I was kind of like, yeah, and what if I do hang out with Jay Z? That's what I'm saying. Like, shit, you could come. Maybe you could be my yeah, best right. friend. Like, but that's what I'm like, like if, like if you if you would have bigged am. me up, I might have brought you with me. You know, yeah. and then I'm like, yeah, and then I was just like, I can't like come to your crib every day and just like smoke weed. Yeah, and, and not then, do like, anything. You know, yeah, like no shade, but yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm it's just to, not your thing. You know, so I had to kind of like back away from that but also mm. i just ended up getting busier to the point right, where yeah. a lot of it was music and i would hang out with people in music but i would say though that i've made a lot of like great friends in the industry yeah. like a lot of genuine people mm -hmm. and they also are people that i'm developing like organic real friendships yeah. with yeah. aside mm -hmm. from just like music yeah mm -hmm. you know because i think we're all starting to see that like how superficial things can be, how mm -hmm. egotistical people can be. And like, you kind of eventually want to go back to like what's organic. Of course. And real. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I had those conversations with friends too, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, those organic relationships are everything. Oh my God. You know, that that's another that topic right? of conversation earlier during the video chat that I did mm -hmm. was um, the importance of like just meeting, meeting your peers. Mm -hmm. you know, like meeting people that don't necessarily feel like they have leverage over you. Right. But just meeting a mutual person, yeah. someone who is on mm -hmm. your level and 
there, if there's a way you can help that person and a way that that person can help yeah. you and it's mutually beneficial, mm-hmm. I feel like that type of relationship is okay. Yeah. 100%. I just love the organic shit. Like, even like Matt, money making. Yeah. Shout out to Matt. He is the homie. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Matt. Shout out like, to Matt. Yeah. Even aside from music, we just be clowning. Yeah. Like, yes. clowning about memes and just like, just funny shit where I feel like. We can talk about anything and yeah. it's not transactional. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And like I think those relationships eventually help everything else. Cause it's like we're homies now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like you're gonna look out for me just like I'll look out for you versus yep. yeah. me feeling like I'm forcing a favor mm-hmm. or you feeling like I'm, you know, pressing you for something. True. You know, it's just like one hand washes the other, and I feel like when it's organic and you know the person right. has good intentions, it's yeah. easier right. to kind of yeah. We're all human beings. Do other yeah, things. and and we're not and like the cool thing about that is like we're not asked like you're not asking for anything like you're joking. Like, yeah, we're literally yo, he's just like, ha, 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 talking ha, ha. about life. And then that's it. And yeah, then we're literally moving, yeah, you know like you joke about and then you'll life catch up or you talk and, about politics, but it's like not real like, shit, and yeah. it's not always like hey, listen to this beat. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, what do you think about this? Or where it gets to be like you only hit me up when you need shit. It's oh, like, yeah, no, God. we're just, we're really like developing a friendship. We're exactly. like, I don't need nothing. Just, yo, read this crazy I shit right exactly. here. Like, I just put a post up about that same exact thing. You know, it's like, I think what producers and artists and just people in general who want to like get something in the music industry, you're way better off, like Perfection was saying, like just developing just like a friendship like yeah off the music tip like not even talking about music like she said talking about memes talking about life yeah. like just getting to know the person and then not ask for anything see i yeah. think what happens is with these with a lot of these a lot of these kids is and even adults too is like they meet you and they want to ask for something right away yeah it's like right away they want to ask for something it's like yo ah, yeah cool ah, yeah listen Yo, at yo, at you think you sent us to Elmine? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, really? Like the only reason you were fucking with me because yeah. you want to get to Elmine? <laughs> That's like, real. For real, it happens yeah. all the time. I'm sure it happens to yeah, you too. Yeah. Like someone will be talking to me. Yeah, you ain't talking to me. I'm like, yo, what up, kid? Yo, everything's good. So, you know, yo, listen. So, can I get Elmine's number? It's yeah. like, what? It's like, oh, I got a story for you guys. Crazy. Yeah, that I'm gonna tell you off air. Okay. So oh, okay. Actually, okay. about yeah. that. We'll remind me. Yeah, yeah. Remind me. That's crazy. No, you're absolutely right. At and and here here's the funny thing about all this. I feel like most people are yearning for some someone real. Yeah. Like, like I just exposed myself in this episode <laughs> that like I don't have real friends. Yeah. Now, now he's gonna thing. get hit up like, yo, yo, you want to go like, bowling? Here's the thing. Yo, what are you doing tomorrow? I, you want to go catch I'm, a movie? I'm super vulnerable right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> if if you want to be my friend. <laughs> Yeah, about to get like, crazy. Apply like, if now. you really want to like, have a coffee w- with w- me, w- info w- at blackchat.com. As long as you don't ask, as long as you don't ask me to critique your beats, <laughs> and you're just a really a genuine person, and like you want to take me out to bowling, oh, like man. I might appreciate <laughs> that right, right. that that moment. Yo, yeah. I'm like you, I'm trying to create you. those kind of memories. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those so lifetime like, memories. Though, yeah. So like someone like me appreciates that, but but like I'll put it put it this way: I can guarantee you that there's a lot of successful people out there that probably feel the same way where they're yearning for just a real person to just like happen please yeah because it's always something it's always i want something from 100 this is because i'm doing this because of this specific reason but there there doesn't always have to be a reason that's uh yeah you know I, i feel like the 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 more i get into you know the more deep i get into the entertainment and music world the more i want 
to be around real organic shit. Like even, you know, in LA when we were out there, you Mm -hmm. know, I did Grammy weekend and it was cool, but I mm-hmm. went to a lot of the parties and I was just like, eh. me too. I you did know, the same like, thing. I was like, it was eh. like for me, the parties for were me like, it was eh. underwhelming. Yes, you know, too, been yeah. there, done that. Yeah, um, it's yeah. cool, but like it wasn't anything exciting for me. Right. And then like when the whole Kobe thing passed, it just like made it worse. Yeah, no, it no. just like one, it drained the energy yeah. and the spirit out of LA. Yeah. Like you could feel it in yeah. the air. And that was like mm-hmm. Grammy Day. Nobody gave a fuck about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I just felt like I want to go home. I was yeah. and, and I never felt like that in LA. Like mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm I was like kinda wanna go home. Me too. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to be around like family and friends and just like chill yeah. and like lay low and be mm-hmm. around real shit. Exactly. Same shit. Exactly. And like, I think a lot of people, you know, once you, I think once you get used to a lifestyle too, you know, and you, you're around like ego and, you know, all of those things, you want to just develop organic, real relationships Mm -hmm. where you could just be you and, and, you know, just talk about shit that's not. That doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Like, like talk about shit that feels like a transaction. Right. You said. Yeah, like everything is a fucking transaction oh, in Jesus. our industry. Yeah, you know, you know what's funny. So I'll, I'll bring up Russ again because he brought this up too. Shout really out to Russ. Shout, Shout out to Russ. How many? How many Actually, records I'm you got idiot. on that on that album? We got we got two joints. Little quick, little two yeah, joints. We got three. Civil War don't count. <laughs> <laughs> that's number three yeah, yeah, shout out to Russ yeah I did two on shout there shout out to Russ matter of really fact like though Russ. two days quick Russ. side note two days before Russ's album came out last week me and Russ were in the studio out here in the city and we we recorded two more songs dope this dude is a fucking beast yeah he was he he laid down a vocal reference on one of, on track number one and the first melody that came out ended up being the hook and it was fire. Oh, like he's man. just so fast. Yeah. But anyway, so I need Russ, a Russ joint. I'm send you a couple. Yeah, a couple bro. Things. Well, listen, he's always recording. He played me like 50 songs, not wow. 50. Yeah, he's but good. He played me a bunch of songs that were unreleased that are all fire. Yeah, awesome. So he has smashes. But anyway, so we were talking about, and he was talking about one of his his interviews about showing love. Mm-hmm. And I do think, in addition to like. What we were saying earlier, like yearning for something real. Mm-hmm. I think also too, people that are successful or people that are uh, uh, working towards success, all of us, a big thing for us that keeps us going is validation. Acknowledgement. Yeah. Acknowledgement. Yeah. I think yeah. acknowledgement is very underrated. 100%. Even people that say, oh, fuck it. I, I don't want a Grammy. Like, no, you want a Grammy. Yeah. Like yeah. deep down inside, Yo. you want to win a Grammy. Even 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 through all the politics and all the bullshit, whatever it is, yeah. like you're not going to say no to a fucking Grammy, Fuck right? Because right. that gives musicians something to yeah. to 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 feel validated and also work towards, which I love. So that being said, I think that all of us are looking for validation from our peers. Mm-hmm. That's what the Grammys is. It's mm-hmm. all peer to peer voting, right? And so Russ made this really great point. He was saying like, yo, I realize that like, it's okay to show love. Right. Yeah. It's right. okay to show love yeah. to your peers. Like give people their flowers mm-hmm. while they're, while they're, yeah. while they're alive so they can smell them, you know? And I think the Nipsey and Kobe thing also taught us that too. It's like, yeah. it's okay to show love to mm-hmm. people while they're alive and to do it with no intention or yeah. expectation mm-hmm. like and it's free yeah you know oh, so yeah. like yeah it, that's real shit like you know 
and, and I'm like realizing that too that like yeah. inspired me so like yeah. I'm gonna start doing that like yeah, I'm gonna I start showing love I realize oh, yeah. that too because I feel like a lot of people don't show love because it's they feel intimidated yeah you know, sometimes it's intimidation it's jealousy right. sometimes it's ego right pride you right. know and I realized that and I started to have to be like you're yeah. dope yeah right. that's yeah. cool exactly congratulations mm-hmm. keep going good mm-hmm. job you know what mm-hmm. I mean like that doesn't yeah. hurt you because think of, yeah think about it like how, how does it win yeah what type of negative effect do you like, experience what do you, what do you right. show love right yeah and, like, and like, what are the imp- what are the exactly and then you have to realize also you have to be real with yourself and and realize what negative emotions do you feel when you think about showing love right like if you see someone that did something dope and you don't want to congratulate them because you feel a way right why what is that that's like it's more self yeah because you didn't get that yeah opportunity? right right like you got to look at that and then that'll be able to Help you shift your perspective, yeah. figure out where you're at in mm-hmm. life, and mm-hmm. then also be able to open your mind up to say, it's okay. Yeah. Congrats. Right. That's dope. Because that's only going to, again, help you build better relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to put people on your side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you do something dope, you have people pushing you and, and bringing great energy towards you versus negative shit. Like and that. also, it just feels good. It feels good. Yeah. yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Another thing Russ mentioned in addition to that mm-hmm. was the fact that Let's just say producers, for instance, because mm-hmm. this is like a producer-driven podcast. But we gotta have Russ on here by yes. the yes. day one day. I fucked Russ. up because he was in town the, the week we were supposed to do it when right. I got sick, and I easily could have just called him and be yeah, like, "You want to do the podcast?" I didn't that do that. But but he mentioned process. wanting to. He actually mentioned wanting to pull up to a blab session uh, at some point. Fire. Um, but but I, I should have asked him, but I didn't. But anyway, so he had mentioned uh, this thing about. Um, showing showing love to to people but then like how does that you know how does like that make you feel you know what i mean like how does it it just it's a win-win situation all mm-hmm. across the board when you show when you show love and every single person is waiting for it oh man. like we're all waiting to be shown love like whether we like it or not like this is not me like you know well fuck it i don't have to justify myself but like i know that there's producers out there that are like successful or at a certain level mm-hmm. that are waiting for me to comment and tell them, yo, that shit was fire, bro. Right. Or yo, you're, you're fire. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm, I'm going to admit too, like I'll do shit and I'm waiting for like Timbo to <laughs> Tim, Timbaland <laughs> like, to like on, hit yeah. me, right, right. which come he already on, did. Yeah, and that course, shit felt yeah. great. Yeah. He called me. This was like four years ago, three years ago. And he was mm. like, yo, yo, man. I remember that. Blah. But like, you know, he'll leave a comment every so often, like mm-hmm. fire emojis. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, my God, that feels so good. Yo. That Timbo just showed love. And then, yeah. you know, John Mayer. Yeah. Liking, yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. Pictures, I'm like, and I DM him, I'm like, yo, bro. Fuck, right, man. Right, right. Appreciate yo. you, man. Yeah. What's, what's good, man? What, you, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you up to? It just yes. feels good. So we need to show love to each other man like regardless of what level you're on like it just feels good and you know what i realized too is like i was having this conversation the other day where you know we're constantly like our culture our culture our community you know our industry we're constantly pushing this like unity come together 
work together. And I feel like a lot of people tend to have those conversations when tragedies happen. You know what I mean? More so. And I think we need to shift that. We need to shift that because you can't constantly scream, let's stick together when things are bad. And then when everything gets back to normal, it's like Mm -hmm. we're back to ego and pride and like not giving a shit and not showing love. Like Mm -hmm. we're just... We're kind of being hypocritical and also just talking out of our asses. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there are people that definitely stick to that. But I, from like a larger picture, you know, I see that it's still, I don't know, it's, yeah. there's still like a lot of disconnection yeah. between people and things. But then again, you got to realize that there's so many people in the world. You right. can't control everybody right. and everybody's mm-hmm. not going to be on the same page. But, you know, I think that goes back to just showing love yeah. and, and, you know, working together and trying to find ways to work together. It's just about yeah. like dropping that ego. Exactly. When when exactly. Uh, when I was in L.A., you know, we were all in L.A. at the same time, right? Um, for Grammy week, I went to a couple of Grammy parties and. They were lame. Right. You know, I'm not going to do it. They were fucking lame. Yeah. Right? Like, I was there for like an hour, half hour, and I was just like, I'm ready, so ready to leave. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't feeling the love I wasn't really feeling, right? So, I end up, the day I come back, um, uh, me and Cruz, shout out to Cruz, by the way. Shout out to Cruz. Shout out to Cruz. Uh, we did the Respect the Engineer talent search, uh, which went amazing. Uh, shout out to all the engineers that pulled up. Amazing. But um, what what was cool about it is... When I showed up, all these engineers, at least 90% of them, came up to me individually and was like, yo, fucking love Blap Chat. Yo, Blap Chat, thank you. Like, Blap Chat, you guys helped me so much. And, and I'm like, man, I was just in LA, Grammy week, this whole, like, supposed to be, and I wasn't really feeling that vibe out there. You know what I'm saying? And then I come back to New York and just get all this yeah. love and yeah. all this acknowledgement, you know, from from these producers and these and these engineers. And it's like, like you were saying earlier, it just feels good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It just feels like I have no problem. And you guys know I'm very vocal. Like I have no problem calling someone and asking for something or like seeing someone and like giving them the roses, you know, whatever, you know, and I, I do it all the time. If I see someone that I like look up to and I see them on the street, I'll be like, yo, I'm not going to hold them up all day. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it sweet. But I'm going to be like, yo, respect. I really like your work. Exactly. And then I'll keep it moving. Here's here's the issue, though. I keep it moving. Here's the issue. The, the, the reason why people don't show love is because they, they treat this like it's a sport. Yeah. Right. This is where we True. all, like, we all got each other fucked up. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. right. So here's the thing. In the producer world, it's all this, this is like a sport. I have to be the best. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And this applies to rappers, too, whatever. Yeah. But just music production in general, we're all thinking this is a sport. And in sports, like in basketball- You're against each other. You're against each other, and there's only one winner. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's only one winner, right? There's only one champion who brings the ring home. Mm -hmm. The thing about the music industry and about being a rapper or a producer is that, and and another speak of the devil, Russ, I was having a conversation with Russ about this in the studio, was that- the music industry, being a rapper or producer, is nothing like sports because there isn't just one winner. Yeah, there's everyone has their everyone. own arena. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own their own team, Fact. and everyone can get the same ring. Mm-hmm. It's hard, literally. It's hard. Like like so, if you're looking at it like a competition, like there could only be one winner. You're wrong. Like when you look at the top ten Billboard, the shit changes every week. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
things just flow. People just, we, we all coexist, mm-hmm. right? And so when I look at the producer community, I'm like, yeah, that's true. You know, like there isn't just like room for one winner. Mm-hmm. Like we can all win together, mm-hmm. you know? And so that being said, it's a lot, it justifies the whole idea of showing love because, you know, you're rooting, we're all rooting for each other yeah. mm-hmm. because we can all get rings mm-hmm. all at the same time. And you guys see it time and time again. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us getting multiple rings. Yeah, sure. And that's what it is, yeah. You know, uh, dude, what's interesting, if you look at the top 10 billboard, you could look at the top 100, the top 1,000 mm-hmm. billboard. It doesn't matter. Every record multiple. is collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's multiple producers. There's multiple writers. They, that could be one singer, but rarely are you going to have a Russ, you right. know, where like he produced it, he wrote it, he sang it. And that's the fact that he does that always blows my mind. That yeah. guy's so talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking amazing. But like every record you're going to look at is multiple collaborations, right? Multiple producers, multiple writers. Uh, maybe even, and so like that's why I always tell these youngins. I'm like, you got to find, and we say it all the time. Just find other producers and artists to work with. Like yeah. they'll be pushing your stuff while you're pushing your stuff. So now it's like a two headed monster instead of yeah. just you trying to push yeah. it with your manager. Now their mm-hmm. team is trying to push it too and get placement. So yeah. like the more producers and artists that you're working with, um, it's only going to help your chances at the end of the day. You just got to yeah. get in these sessions. You got to like, you know. Don't try to just get the Drake placement. Yeah, Drake placement is great, but Drake has his 40s and, you know, yeah. Mills and, and all these guys that he goes to. Like, it's going to be hard. I'm not saying you can't, but, like, find the – like, when Drake and 40 first met, they weren't, like, Drake and 40. Like, they were just two kids just trying yep. to, like, figure it out and make yep. music and they liked their vibe and they kept building together. So why can't we do it? We can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to go find the next – you know, for lack of a better term, I keep saying Drake, but like there's other artists out there that I think I think about artists like I know artists, you know, like West Side Gun and Conway or like Dave East and guys that I remember them years ago when nobody knew who right. they yeah. were. Right. Derringer was right next to West Side Gun and Conway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole Buddha time. and Grands, they were with Dave East. You know what I'm saying? My cuz, they were with Dave East. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they had their little crews that they were already kind of clicking with and they and they found they came up together. So it's like, don't always go for the big guns and think you're going to get that big artist. Yeah, you might. Your manager or lawyer might have a relationship yeah. with them. That's cool. But go find that young talent that's in your neighborhood. They're out there because they're going to be the next things. Like like when Moise found... Uh, you know, uh, a Malik with a boogie in the deli, yeah, and he heard and he heard a boogie on SoundCloud, right. and was like, "Yo, you're you're that a boogie kid? Yo, I like your stuff, man. Yo, I got a studio right down the street. Yep. Boom, and all those tracks they recorded now, platinum. multi platinum plaques, yep. all of them, every yep. single one. You know what I'm saying? Then like, that didn't happen from Mo Wee's just trying to, you know, get them. He just he like, yo, he found this young kid. He heard I like yeah. to sound, and they built together. And that's like what I think." What people are missing these days is like you got to go gr- almost like a rock band. You got to go grassroots. You know what the problem you know what is that? You know what the problem is? Technology. The so reason so. why most people don't do that because, and I'll speak from the producer's perspective. Yeah. Producers want to get paid up front. Yeah. Right. You're already decreasing your chances by ninety percent. Right. The second thing is that producers don't know how to logistically do that. Yeah. Right. Or they're not thinking about taking that first outside. step. A lot of producers yeah. don't be outside. Where do you find artists, right? Dude, 
Instagram, SoundCloud, open mics, open, whatever it is. Whatever. Like, like you have to go out there. You have to, you and, know. And and to add to that, ill, you know, get the split sheets. Like, know your yeah. business. Like, if you're going to do a song with someone. At the end of the session, just get the split sheet. Yo, you yeah. wrote it, I wrote it, da 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 da. You know, you get your copy, I get mine. I take a picture on my phone with it, so I have it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like they don't really teach these kids that, but like if you start learning and you start knowing it, then make sure you get your ASCAP. Your, yeah. You know, your PRO is legit. You know what I'm saying? You register the song. You, you're gonna be covered. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I had a kid hit me the other day. He's like, "Yo, at, um, yo, I'm not gonna say who. Big artist, big." You know, whatever. Yeah. They hit him up. Um, he sent them a, a, a batch. They liked the batch. They said, send me the stems to this one. He sent the stems over right away. Right? Now he's like, he's like, it's been a while. I haven't heard anything. I don't, I'm like, first off, you sent the stems. Yeah. Your leverage is done. Yeah. You done sent the stems over. They got your shit. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you know, like they can, they can, but like. Once you send the stems over, I feel if you're a producer, your leverage is just went. Yeah. Because if you have this, but then also I understand the side of, well, if he sent to send them, I didn't want to miss the opportunity because they might have yeah. been in the studio with Kaylani or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I think it, you want to know how I, what I, think, I would say to that? What, what would you say? Yeah. I feel like it depends on the relationship yeah, you it have does. Right. with the person. It does. He had no relationship. You guys with like are not, blind. some of you guys are not going to like my answer. Mm hmm. Always send the stems. Yeah. Okay. Prioritize the song versus yeah to exist. Okay. Yeah, and you know the song not... has to exist first because you can always sue them later. Yeah. Okay. What, you can okay. always come for them later. The song has to happen. That's what mm -hmm. happened with me. Um, I'm okay. working with this artist. Um, I posted. I posted the song. Uh -huh. He's fire. Yeah. Um, and he pretty much like we became cool relationships mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know got his number you know talk occasionally here and there and um he's like send me beats text him the beats like mm -hmm. i'm getting to the point where i'm texting you beats i'm not sending your manager beats. Yeah, you know what i mean straight. like that's what i want to do because kind of like what you said and, and t minus said before too is like Nowadays, it's better to be in the studio with the artist mm -hmm. to know like they're gonna get on that beat because yeah. you know a lot of people yeah email me yeah yeah right. like depending on your relationship they'll prioritize shit too yeah. you know what I mean how many people aren't hitting their email mm -hmm. so I'm like I'm texting you these beats mm -hmm. it's like two three in the morning boom 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 here he's like fuck with this fuck with this fuck with this he's like I like this one he's like can you speed it up mm -hmm. so I speed it up. He's like, try it this tempo, try it that tempo. So it was already a thing where he was clearly interested and yeah. he wanted to record at that moment because mm. he wanted those changes then and there. Yeah. So I'm speeding it up and, and you know, he's like, oh, can you bring the synth down? Can you this and that? I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm going to send you the stems. He's like, easier. Yeah. So mm. he like got the stems. He like arranged it different way, you know, did what he did to it, mm -hmm. sped it up, did some other shit. And then he got his boy to record on it too. And then I'm like, send me the bounce when you're done. Yeah, Three hours, four hours later, Amazing. they recorded it at five song. in the morning. He got a song and they're like, we, we might put it out on our collab tape. I'm go. like, there's a placement. Perfect. There you go. If I would have been like, nah, ooh, 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 mm -hmm. or he would have recorded to the two track and it probably wouldn't have been the same vibe yeah, right. yeah. if it if it was when he was able to manipulate it, yeah. you know, to what he wanted. And I thought of that too. And I'm like, I have the files. Yeah. 
I could sue you later right. if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, because you, you have it mean? in your like, you, can prove, you, can, that you can prove in court that, that you've made what I, So send you know the what steps. I mean? Yeah. Cause it's, and that's the thing, too. It's like people talk about, no, don't send this, copyright this and that. If you have the proof that you started that beat first and you yeah. have the date and you have the files. From like, your dog. Yeah. That's you. But in certain scenarios, you are correct, Atlas, in terms of if you send stems, you lose your For leverage. Sure. Right. Like, I'll give you a, a quick scenario. Let's say I send a beat to like a major artist mm -hmm. and I am who I am. And now they want to release it on an album. We need paperwork before I For send sure. those stamps. Right. But it's understood. Like I have an attorney. Yeah. But I right. think in a smaller sort of scenario right. where if you're a producer and you want that song to happen, let the song mm -hmm. happen. Prioritize the song because you, yeah. you can always handle the business later. Because if you block the song from being created, there's no song. And then that can also no turn them no and that can also yes. turn them off from wanting to work with you again. Because right. yeah. it's like, like oh, oh you're too headache. complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's, it's weird. I think it depends on who it is yeah. and like the situation. This is the difference. This is the reason why a lot of producers are struggling. It's because they're they're blocking their own blessings. Mm, you know, they're 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 making decisions that are moving them backwards mm -hmm. instead of forward. But the worst part about it is they don't know that they're moving backwards. Mm -hmm. Like when you meet an artist. And let's say you really like their music, like you really believe in this artist. If you if they want beats from you or a beat from you and you really fuck with them and you decide to charge them money up front, you're literally moving backwards. Mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're delaying the process of the two of you guys printing a lottery ticket together. Right. Exactly. Because you're just like, well, I don't really believe in you that much because I want money right now. So I'm covered. But how does it make them feel? Yeah. It makes them feel like, oh, well, you don't really fuck with me. Yeah, exactly. Like, so fuck you too. Exactly. Here's your $200. Oh, it's so like, like, damn, like we can't be boys. Yo, man. I always tell people. We can't go to the park. Yeah, we can't go yeah. to the We can't park. have a coffee together It's like anymore. It's kind of like. I was you, really looking forward to walking my like dog with you. It's kind of like when you go into yeah. a store. You have, you've ever been into a store where they like are more clientele based, not just like grab and go yeah. and they're trying to sell you something and mm. you know they're clearly trying to sell you something yeah. that doesn't work for you and yeah. they're trying to sell it just because they're trying to make the sale mm. it's kind of like that it's like you're pushing this on to me like pay me yeah. pay me right. yeah like and then we're done yeah and it's like the person kind of feels like damn well yeah like so here's the ultimate strategy i'm gonna drop a bomb here we go shout to my dude ducko who actually tweeted about this earlier but I really want to shed some a spotlight on this. You're an upcoming producer. You don't have major placements yet. You want to start working with artists. Do everything that we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. So this is what you do. Here's a, here's a nice little strategy that you can try. Create a distro kid or a you know, uh, TuneCore, whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, uh, an account so that you can upload music on a DSP, mm -hmm. right? Get that out the way. So you have the ability to upload music to a DSP. So what you do is, let's say you find a rapper that you really fuck with <clears throat> and you really believe in this person and you want to make music. So instead of charging that rapper up front for a beat, you say, hey, I'll produce for you. I'll record for you, meaning you'll engineer it. Mm -hmm. I'll mix the song for you. Mm -hmm. I'll master the shit. 
I'll do the artwork. I'll be a real producer. I will produce you. Shout to Joe Budden because he'd be saying that. I will literally produce you. You don't have to do shit else but pull up, show up, and rap. I'll do the whole thing A to Z. We're going to split our publishing and all the splits and the mm-hmm. master recording 50 50, mm-hmm. fair. Everyone gets their piece. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to release it under the. I'm going to rec- I'm going to release it on all the DSPs under my platform. 100 mm-hmm. percent under my platform, and, and we're going to keep track of all. Revenue. We're going to keep track of all the streaming revenue. You're going to get all of your splits the way you're supposed to, mm-hmm. the same way as if you released it under your DSP it. account, right. and you would hit me with right. my split. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to get paid exactly how much they should be getting paid. Right. Right. I'm not getting anything extra for doing this. Right. The only thing that I'm doing is I'm I'm spending the time and sacrifice to coordinate, to coordinate everything A to Z. You don't have to worry about shit. No studio time, no charging for beats, the artwork. I'm taking care of everything. And if the artist is good and eventually they reach a certain level, Bro, you end up making more money. You guys are both going to make so much money together. So if you do that, and you, you do that every week and you release a song every week and you do that with one to five artists that you really fuck with, maybe a singer, maybe a rapper, maybe someone who does both, whatever. And you release them on your DSPs and you're keeping track and the accounting is on point. And you're just, you're all this catalog you're producing. Dude, in 12 months, you're going to have at least 50 to 100 songs on all DSPs. If one of them goes viral... There it is. There's your ROI mm-hmm. to for everything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that's exactly what I would do if I was a producer. Mm-hmm. Is I would set that up for myself, take the time to find artists that I can develop and utilize my skills to curate the entire thing. Cuz that's what most artists don't want to do. They don't, don't want to do, do any of that. Yeah. They don't want to pay for studio time. They don't want to pay for beats. They don't want to upload to DSPs. And the great thing about it is you know what they just did? They just developed an independent label. Pretty much. You're pretty much you just guys are a crew. Yeah. You're an independent label. You have the artists. You have the tracks. You're on all the DSPs. You're releasing out multiple projects per year under each artist, yeah. under, you know, blah, blah, blah records. Bro, if I was you know a rapper and, I, and a, a producer approached me about that and I really fucked with that producer's beats, I would do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. 100%. That, I'm not going to No offense to beat stars, obviously, because I fuck with them, but I wouldn't have to go to beat stars anymore right. yeah. to lease beats right. from strangers. Like, right. I don't have to deal with any of that shit. And then, no I have to, yeah. then I have to they do have to tune core. So and then people, right. so yeah. different, yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. as producers, we can all use that to our advantage and utilize that as like, a way to provide a real service mm-hmm. for an artist that we mm-hmm. fuck with, and then if you gamble on the right ones, yeah, you can make way you more can make than some, selling a beat for two fifty. Oh my god! You know, in, in in time, you're going to be getting checks every month. Yeah. You know what else you can do? Oh, now you just got me kind of brainstorming. Even if you're not a producer, let's say you're an aspiring manager. Sure, you're an aspiring record executive. Yeah, you put go find together. the young producer, mm-hmm. the young rappers. Say, yo, I'm going to pay for the studio time. I'm going to pay for the graphic. I'll pay for the music video. Don't worry about all that. I want you guys working. We're going to put the stuff out and we're going to split it three ways. Yeah. Yeah. Make it as easy as possible for the other person. Is that weird though for a manager to split the publishing three ways? 
Because publishing normally goes to the artist and the producer, right? Yeah, I mean, so would that be like? I mean, I know like Diddy did it, and you know, did his whole like. Yeah, thing, I like, mean, look, so, I, I don't. I, I think the rules are changing. I think right. everything is case yeah. by case. I listen. If you're paying for the videos and you're paying for the studio time and the you got to get your money, you got to be somewhere. compensated. So I think yeah. that would that would kind of yeah. make sense get, get if you're doing that. Record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just depends on on. There's situation. no rules to this. No, you, you know just saying? you know whatever works works. Interesting. That's that's. Pretty but big. yeah, that so yeah, I mean that's like a, a good point. And honestly, like I'm gonna like start doing that. Yeah, you know, you I can't. Well, I should have started doing it, but mm-hmm. I technically can't do that because I'm under your situation. I'm signed. I'm signed to this thing that I haven't even announced yet. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Still waiting on that. But 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 yeah, the, yeah, these things are in the works on like another level. Right, right, right. But like literally, mm-hmm. if I was in that position, like that's exactly what I would do. Also, right. this there's this. Um, we were just talking outside about the LA thing, mm-hmm. the LA strategy. Oh yeah, oh this right? is genius. Yeah. When you go to LA, guys, if you're a producer and you want to get some work done, this is all you have to do. Artists in LA want to pull up to a studio and rap, just like any other rapper. If you're a producer, you go to LA, rent out a studio space for eight hours or 16 hours, whatever. And then just have rappers come through to the mm-hmm. studio smart, and pull up and just record shit. So smart. You know what I mean? Because the thing about artists in LA and really anywhere is, first thing they'll ask you is, oh man, you have a studio or like, mm-hmm. I can't really record at the crib or I don't have a studio. Yeah. So you just solve all the problems for them. It's Again, it's like making it easier for the other person. Mm-hmm. Just be like, yo, I got the studio from noon to eight pull up at one just pull up i'll be ready i got my engineer here i got a hard drive full of beats the studio's already booked Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about shit all you have to do is show up Mm -hmm. they're gonna show up if they don't show up fuck them and you get one at one one at four one at fucking seven or you just cook up just cook that's dope like yeah just make it easier for them some friends collab yeah Yeah. so there's a lot of things we can do as producers like we can really take control of the situation take initiative and like you could even have meetings and play your beats for people some meetings you could do Mm -hmm. be like an a&r come through i do that shit all the time when i'm in la my last trip to la during grammy week i stayed in the studio Mm -hmm. i did a 24-hour lockout shout to my guys over at uh neighborhood watch I just invited mad people. Mm-hmm. I, and sometimes they crossed over too. Mm-hmm. You know, my man Gashi pulled up. And then uh, there's this amazing artist I'm working with uh, named Sinead uh, Harnett. And she was just coming in while Gashi was leaving. And that cross pollinated. Right. Gashi, meet Sinead. Right. Sinead. Gashi. Right. Mm, there it is. And then now all of a sudden there's this like crossover synergy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's all because like i was able to just bring everyone together in a room and that's where magic happens so like you can be obviously i'm on a certain level whatever but Mm -hmm. like you can be an upcoming producer and you can create that oh yeah you can create that all you need to do is have a room Mm -hmm. you could do that in atlanta shit people in atlanta they will pull up you just tell them where people in atlanta that's all they want to do is pull up you need an RSVP for that. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta, they all always Oh, you got a studio? Oh, you got beats? Yeah. 
Shit, what you working it's with? Like okay. It's, it's Scooter, the artist I'm working with from Atlanta. He be ready. Yeah. So like when we're in LA, he's like, where you at? I'm like, I'm about to hit the studio. And sometimes it's not my session. Yeah. So he's like, where at? What time can I? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, bro. You got an engineer? Can I? Yeah. yeah I'm and ready I'm like, to work. And, You're like, whoa, yeah. whoa. and he's like, can I put? I'm like, it's not my session. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm going to ill my session. Yeah. You, you're not going to be able to record there. Like, yeah. But he be ready. He's always yeah. like, oh, What's studio? Up? Who? What? Where? When? I'm ready. And I'm like. He's, a, he's so in Atlanta? He said he's from Atlanta. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, you know, he's he records in the house. Like, he'll record. Is he in Atlanta exactly. now? Yeah. Okay. He records, like, five, six songs a day. Like, he's he records. Yeah. So, That's he's dope. always ready. Yeah. So, people That's in Atlanta, fun. they like. That's the thing, man. That's what I'm saying. And then we'll, we'll take a little break. Uh, Most artists, this is what they need. They need beats. They studios. need an engineer to record them. Yep. And they need a place. They need a place to record, to record it. Yeah. Right. And then they need someone to mix it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They need someone to, they need, they just want to make songs. Right. As a producer or whoever, mm-hmm. you can literally solve every single one of those problems for an artist. Literally. And which artist wouldn't want that because that's what they don't want to deal with anyway? No, no one they wants to. They want to just pull up like like Scooter. He just wants to pull up. He's what? You ready? Rap. Let's go. Yeah, I want to rap. Unless you're producing your own shit, <laughs> right. recording yeah, your own unless shit. Unless you're like a Russ or something. Like right. That, right. But that's a right. different, he's a different animal. He's an alien. But right. most artists, they just need to pull up. They need also, yeah. too, shout to my man Tony. He's like my right hand guy. Yeah. Um, he's my co writer. Right. So when I'm working with songwriters and we're doing, mm-hmm. we're working with pop artists and mm-hmm. RB artists, I got a co writer there. Amazing, you yeah. you you got your your this is this is this is a paradise for you if you're an artist. Right, come come to the studio. You will you will leave with a song, not only a song but you'll leave with a smash. Smash, because I got my co-writer here. If you need ideas, we're gonna feed, we got the plenty of beats. I got my keys guy over here, the best engineer in LA. Shout <laughs> to Shan. Yeah, we got a crazy studio with the big ass fucking speakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we got this bitch for 16 hours. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, what the fuck are you doing? Go. 16 Pull the fuck up. Stop fucking around, bro. Let's go. What are we doing here? Because I'll I'll make beats in this bitch. Hey. Are you trying to make song shit? I'll call him shit. What are you trying to do, bro? Pull the fuck up. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. It's that time. You already know what time it is. It's We're here. Time. We're about to do our famous uh, blap or crap segment mm. which i'm excited about so here's what's about to go down guys so basically we're going to go into our email and we're going to choose your submissions beat submissions at random uh that you submitted to us and we're going to listen to a snippet of your beat and if we like the beat we're going to give you a blap and if we don't like your beat we'll give you a crap probably shit on you a little more yeah whatever it is um but we'll try to give you some constructive criticism if if we feel like it right Mm. so um if you want to submit to this segment all you have to do is email info at blaporcrap.com or i'm sorry no i'm sorry info at blapchat.com b-l-a-p-c-h-a-t.com email subject line blap or crap and Josh, you can put you can put that in a little ticker tape on Are the bottom. Are we also yeah. using that email for your friendship submissions? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, send your resumes, headshots. Uh, you know, if you want, if you want to, you know, take me out for coffee. Uh, your uh, and not no talk about talk. music. Your LinkedIn account. Your, uh, you know, you, if if you if you want to listen, if you want to be a creep, 
You can be a creep. Okay? <laughs> so info at blabchat.com if you want to uh, go, go, you know, have some coffee with me. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So submit your track. Submission number one. Here it is. This is uh, this is by Subject Beats. Here we go. Dude, that I honestly really, really thought it was a crap. Okay, that's really a crap. thought it was a crap. That's a crap. I put me to sleep. I was bored, <laughs> man. I was like, <sighs> yeah, it's kind of boring. Um, I mean, the I don't the sample thing was cool. The keys were cool, but it just didn't knock. It wasn't like nothing stood out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, maybe a little more repeat notes or something on the mm-hmm. like a little di- more dynamic with the hi hats, but it was just kind of boring. <laughs> Yes, there it is. Where you been all my life? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. How's the crap? I'm gonna crap it too. Uh, it's a little boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it just needs something mm-hmm. to. It's like a little it's oomph. Like, give it a little more. Yeah, oomph. like give me a story. Oomph. Tell me a yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I'm gonna crap it. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna crap that. It wasn't a terrible beat. Um, I think it. To me, it sounds it needs it needs something like you said. It needs something. To me, it sounds like it's an idea that you know you can get started and have somebody write to that. Eventually, right. you need to like produce more right. after the fact. Right. Um, so I'm gonna crap it, but it wasn't a bad beat at all. Right, you mm-hmm. know, I, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. All right, our next submission is by Eric. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm doing government names. That's so funny. <laughs> Eric Asatrain. Asatrain. Sorry if I butchered that. But this is Eric, and this is called Good Day. Thank you. 
That was by Eric. That was dope. I liked it. I'm gonna blap it. Yeah. I'm gonna blap that. Me too. I'm gonna blap. I'm gonna blap yeah, that. That's a blap. That's a blap. blap I think blap, it's blap. unanimous blap. That yeah, was, that was that's fire. unanimous blap. Yeah. Um, I, I can hear some top line for mm-hmm. sure. It's a fun, fun track too. I like how, that he called it "Good Day" because yeah. that's what it made me feel like—a good vibe, yes. like a good, uplifting, like positive song, like good yeah. energy. Like it just—it made—it gave me like spring summer vibes. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like breezy. You hear like mm-hmm. the the little samples of like the birds. Mm-hmm. So it makes you gives you like a good vibe, like good. Yeah. good I like, like that. a dancing vibe. Like I hear it. Could be dancing too. Like a da, 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 da. yeah. I liked and I liked the little switch ups he did, like when he's like he would pause him and zoom, didn't he bring him yeah. back in and all that? I thought yeah. it was I thought it was dope. Like I knew literally when the big part, when it was like the main part with like the chorus, let's just say, I was Atlas is like, I knew seven seconds in. Yeah, yeah. He did. No, like, Atlas with his seven seconds. Yo, as soon as I was like, Oh man, this is so good. And then like, you know, we always talk about the story, like I knew this was the chorus. I knew yeah. this was the pre-chorus. Yeah. I knew when the when the chorus came in and the big, I was waiting for it, and it it was like no surprise. It was beautiful. That, that yeah. was awesome. Oh, he yeah. called it beautiful. He said wow. your beat was beautiful, bro. Beautiful. God he bless said you. beautiful. You know, you should like sample that. That was beautiful. And like, yeah. oh baby, yeah. <laughs> Atlas said something was beautiful. That is listen. You have to. Is this 2020 or what? Be proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Leave it on the climax. That's beautiful. Um, Good job, Eric. Wow. Wow. That was refreshing. It was refreshing. refreshing I would play that beat for someone who just wanted to be my friend. There you go. Why if you, you want to grab a coffee. Yeah, we're going to go get some coffee to that beat. Yeah. And I could hear I could hear that like as a song that's also playing in places too. Like yeah. I can hear that like as a track that's like playing at Urban Outfitters totally. while you're yeah. shopping. Like totally. the vibes you're singing to it while you're shopping. It's definitely going to make me want to spend some money. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's what I'm a saying? spend some money beat. You know? Yeah. yeah. They definitely to play that, you know, when they buy you coffee ill. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're buying you like a. That's playing in the background. You know, put the brownie. You know. Yeah. You put the brownie <laughs> in, in your, your mouth. In you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, uh, oh my God. <laughs> put the brownie in your no. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Shove that brownie <laughs> in your fucking throat. Pause. Listen, how, how, how bad um, do they want to be your friend? That's, yeah. you know? Hey. Yeah, no, we, listen. <laughs> There's creeps out here. You know what? Listen. Yeah, yeah. That's what are you willing to do? Very slippery slope right now. Uh, I think you should put that in the submissions. It's very, very slippery. Yeah. Listen, guys, that was super fun. If you want to submit to uh, Blapper Crap this segment, again, all you have to do is uh, attach an MP3 or send us a streaming link to info at blapchat.com. Email subject Blapper Crap. Love it. Really cool episode, guys. Yeah. That was awesome. That was great. Episode 115. Um, I think we talked about some really cool shit. Um, and again, shout to all of our subscribers. Um, if you're a first time listener, welcome to the podcast. Um, shout to all of our YouTube watchers, our uh, Apple Music listeners, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Shout to you guys. Leave comments. Yep. Follow us on all social media 
at Blab Chat. Um, and uh, we will see you our next episode. Get it. Hit us up. Shout to all the producers. Shout to all the artists aspiring, working on your craft. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <clears throat> Don't let them stop you. Mm-hmm. Just stay on the path. Time. Provide value. Facts. I think that's all what day. it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Signing off from the Blap Crib. Facts. We're out of here. We're going to do this again. Later. Peace. We out. Peace, peace, peace.